This is the download from Sounds Profitable, the most important news from this week and why it matters to people in the business of podcasting. I'm Manuela Bedoya. And I'm Shreya Sharma. Today, a new article shines light on unsavory developments at Stitcher after their buyout, Chartable is shuttering smart ads, and this year's edition of The Infinite Dial was unveiled at Podcast Movement Evolutions. On that note, due to several members of the download staff being at Podcast Movement Evolutions, it's a busy time around the virtual office. And it's entirely possible that there were excellent articles we might have missed this week. We'll do our best to collect any that might have slipped past us in next week's episode. Now, let's get started. Up first, some discussion of podcasting statistics by Tom Webster. No, not that one. We'll get to that momentarily. Last Friday, Webster published an installment of I Hear Things titled Podcasting's Most Controversial Statistic. The statistic in question relates to an experiment run by Edison Research's podcast consumer tracker. The parameters of the experiment were simple. Discern how many networks an advertiser would have to buy run-of-network spots to reach at least half of weekly podcast listeners, accounting for unduplicated reach. Webster goes into great detail explaining unduplicated reach, something the Downloads writer does not feel qualified to condense further. Quote, When we ran these numbers a year ago, we discovered that you could reach 50% of weekly podcast listeners if you bought every show on the top seven podcast networks. End quote. Webster has run the same experiment again using Q4 2021 data, and that number has now dropped to one only needing to buy out ad space on four podcast networks to confidently reach 50% of podcast listeners. Webster stresses the importance of collective action for smaller independent podcasters who don't have the same ad buying power of the bigger players in the industry. Quote, I have a day job. I am sure you do too. But if indie podcasters don't find a way to organize and consolidate their buying power, some monetization options are just not going to be available for them, for you. End quote. Speaking of the ramifications of podcast companies consolidating, on Tuesday, The Verge published an article titled How SiriusXM Bought and Bungled a Beloved Podcast Network with extensive reporting by writer Ashley Carmen and bespoke illustrations. The piece tells the story of SiriusXM's acquisition of Stitcher from the founding of comedy podcast network Earwolf in 2010 to today. The 2020 SiriusXM and Stitcher merger came with many beneficial changes for both companies. SiriusXM gets all the benefits of a successful podcasting company while the producers get access to SiriusXM-level budgets, enabling podcasts under the Stitcher banner to grow and improve. Quote, But according to 13 former corporate employees across Stitcher, who spoke with the Verger anonymously because of non-disclosure agreements and fear of retaliation, the merger was marked by confusion, culture clash, and shifting objectives. Around 145 people worked at Stitcher when it was bought, and since then, more than a quarter of them have left. The Verge found through LinkedIn. End quote. 
Carmen's article continues at length to detail systemic issues plaguing all but the most successful content creators through the multiple buyouts that led to SiriusXM's difficult transition period. A period plagued with mismanagement and miscommunication, to the point where one Stitcher employee had to explain to a SiriusXM team member that RSS feeds aren't constantly live feeds. The Verge piece is indeed a masterclass in how not to handle merging two completely different companies. A new post on the Chartable blog has announced the inevitable. Chartable has made the first step in winding down services available to users not on Spotify's megaphone. Chartable co-founder Dave Zarab writes, quote, With Chartable now part of Spotify, we will be shifting our focus to building world-class publisher tools as part of the megaphone platform. For our advertiser customers, that means that we will soon be deprecating our smart ads products and will no longer be supporting advertiser campaigns on the Chartable platform. Smart ads campaigns can still be booked through April 21st. The final day for new impressions tagged with smart ads will be June 30th. In the final paragraph, Zarb clarifies Chartable Publishers products aren't going anywhere, as these shutdowns only affect advertising products. For those wondering why this wasn't a surprise announcement, we recommend checking out February 18th edition of The Download when we covered an article about the Chartable Spotify acquisition. Now, for a pivot away from acquisitions, Nielsen has not been acquired by a private equity firm. The original story posted last Thursday to the drum by Hannah Bowler details the struggles facing the aging monolith and asks if a buyout might help. Nielsen, once synonymous with television monitoring, has been slow to adapt to the rapid evolution of what people watch and how they watch it. Now, their older methodology, combined with pending lawsuits, alleging inaccurate counting, and fraud by concealment, threatens the company. For the industry to trust Nielsen again, President and Chief Executive at the VAB, Sean Cunningham, says it needs to deliver, and I quote, deep disclosures and real transparency, commitment to the modernization that sharply increased competition demands, and increased collaboration versus increased collision with their major clients, end quote. Then this Monday, the story developed further. Frank Sachs, writing for Inside Radio, reported the proposed deal was dead in the water. Nielsen referred to the offer as quote-unquote unsolicited. The company remains public. Even so, the near-miss of a buyout remains a sign of the times. We're seeing the chipping away of a third-party incumbent for measurement in research. With current trends, there very well could be a future where a service even as big as Nielsen becomes a gated proprietary one. And finally, the one you've all been waiting for. On Wednesday, Tom Webster took to the podcast movement Evolution Stage to present the 2022 edition of Edison Research's The Infinite Dial. Over the hour-long presentation, Webster and Wondering CEO Jen Sargent covered the plethora of industry data, a lot of which continues to trend upwards. Quote, 
73% of the U.S. 12 and over population and estimated 209 million people have listened to online audio in the last month, up from 68% in 2021. End quote. Casual engagement with podcast listening is up as well, with 62% of the U.S. population over the age of 12 having ever tried a podcast, compared to just 11% in 2006. The 70-side PDF and 50-minute video of the presentation might sound like a daunting task, but the Infinite Dial remains an invaluable resource of data for the podcasting industry. Since the download doesn't have a must-read article recommendation segment this week, consider combing through the Infinite Dial to take up that space of three or four articles you'd have read otherwise. And that was the download from Sounds Profitable. I know we went through these fast, so be sure to check out the links to every article mentioned right in your podcast listening app or on soundsprofitable.com slash the download. And thanks for sticking with us as we continue to make tweaks to this grand experiment to give you the best stories you might have missed from the past week. I'm Manuela Bedoya. And I'm Shreya Sharma. Our producers are Brian Barletta and Evo Terra. Special thanks to Ian Powell for his audio prowess, Gavin Gaddis for writing today's script, and to Omni Studio for hosting the download. And of course, thanks to all of you for joining us. Robot, download complete.